All right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. It's good to see you. I'm hope I hope you're as happy to see me as I am happy to see you. Uh, we have another great episode of Lawyer Up with Stevo uh, right here on the Boss of Houston Network. Um, we're giving you another more great content, more more great information. That's what we're the theme of this season is, is to really give you a lot of tidbits and information of things that are happening in your community, so that you can take advantage of them and just know. Um, empower yourself to do the, you know, the numerous things that you need to do to take care of things within your life, uh, as well as, you know, friends and family, um, you know, just things to help you out and get you through this tough time, especially as we, we, we deal with the pandemic. Um, and, and this show is no different. Um, we're, we're giving you more information about some things going on right here in your community, local community. And we want to um, give you that information so that you can, you know, better prepare yourself uh, with with whatever it is that that, that you're going through. So, um, who am I? My name is Steve Acorha. For those that are that are wondering, I'm an attorney. I've been practicing for over nine years. Uh, I practice primarily family law. Uh, I do business and contracts. I do uh, state planning, and I also do traffic tickets. So, if you ever need help in those areas, you can definitely feel free to give me a call. I'll give you my contact information at the end of the show. Um, but you know, uh, if you remember my any of my previous seasons, I uh, gave you a lot of tidbits that had to do with a lot of things within those categories and a lot of things outside of those categories. Um, so feel free to check out those episodes. Um, you know, also we'll be giving you more more legal advice, but, but this episode is more of um, you having to get information to deal with the things that that, that you're going through. So, um, and, and this this episode is no different. We're, we're highlighting today. Um, a very nice establishment uh, located in Missouri City, which quickly became a local gem. Um, I've had the pleasure of visiting this, this establishment, and it's, it's top-notch. It has great food, um, great drinks, great ambiance, great music. Um, I had a, a campaign event when I, when I ran for city council uh, in Missouri City, and I had an event there, and I loved it. Um, you know, I became a fan, so... Um, it really has the elements of, of a good time. So I would definitely suggest that, you know, after we, uh, I talk to this person, check it out and, and, you, and you visit this place. Um, you know, especially with the summer um, coming and the pandemic restrictions lifting, you know, you have something to look forward to and, and somewhere to go. So we are talking about Bee's Wine Bar, and we have none other than the Bee in uh, Bee's Wine Bar, Miss Benita Billings. Uh, welcome to the show, Miss Benita. Well, thank you for having me, Steve. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of information we want we want to ask you. Um, you know, especially for those wondering how this uh, how your business uh, survived the pandemic and all of its features. Uh, but but before that, um, we have to take a quick commercial break. You know, we need to pay some bills. Unfortunately, I know you guys want this information soon. Don't worry, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, we'll we'll be back after a quick commercial break, and we'll get into those questions. a great show on Boss Up Houston Network. Have you heard? They're bossing up, okay? And I heard they're looking for you. Any podcasters, talk show hosts, if you're a writer or producer, we definitely need you. Come aboard and boss up. Are you a small business owner that is struggling to promote your company? Our topic today is what's your status? Shoot the dice at this point. Yeah, you shoot the dice. Shoot the dice. So... Yes. 
Hey, how y'all doing? It's a tardy. Imagine being televised on a national platform. How about being a host or sponsor on a syndicated podcast? Or being featured on exclusive promotions and interview for your product to your ideal customer? Hi, I'm Kayla Sneed and I'm head of sales with Boss Up Houston. And here at Boss Up, we like to help small business owners and entrepreneurs advertise, promote, or become a sponsor for one of our television, podcasts, or radio shows. All you have to do is click the link down below to see if you qualify. I'll be seeing you soon. This is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Lawyer Up with Sivo, um, bringing yet another great show on a Friday. Hope everyone's Friday is going great. I'm going to make it better, I promise. Well, let me not say I promise before I, uh, you guys come after me. But uh, we are definitely going to talk about an establishment that is a really great establishment. We're talking about Bees Wine Bar located in Missouri City. We got Miss Benita Billings on the line, and she's going to tell us all about the business and how she was able to weather the storm. Um, and, and get through some of the issues with uh, with the pandemic. So, um, first thing, Miss Benita, uh, tell me about the history of the bar. Like, you know, how did how did you guys get started, and you know, what, what was that like? Yes, but thank you for again for having me, Steve. So, I tell the story all the time about how I've always been an enthusiast with um, with wine bars, period, and the love for wine. Um, and I was in law school. This, kind of, this is back in 97, 94, 90. I graduated in 97 from Thurgood Marshall. Woohoo, okay. And uh, <laughs> I was contemplating taking that bar, but all along wanting to open a bar. And okay. so I chose the latter to open a bar instead of practicing. And um, it's just a love for the business itself, uh, the, the social environment. And so the... Um, Opportunity arose in 2017 for me to open. I started the process in early 2016, and I actually opened April 1st. Yes, April Fool's Day. People thought I was a fool. I opened on the weekend, <laughs> but I needed to get open. So yeah. there you have it. Bees Wine Bar um, was formed. Wow, wow. I mean, I, I, I would say that you're probably having a lot more fun now than you would have if you if you went into the bar and became an attorney. Well, you think so? That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely think you, you, you pick you pick the more the, the more fun route, you know. So Yeah, and um, but that, and that's why I have so many attorneys coming in to the bar. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. You have people like me. <laughs> Coming in and frequenting the bar, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sure. What were what were some of the biggest growing pains initially? I mean, everyone has you know challenges with trying to be established, but what what were what were some of those things that that you know those sticking points that you encountered? Well, first of all, I didn't know anything about the business. I mean, absolutely nothing about the business. I've always been an entrepreneur, so I knew how to research <laughs> and and. Um, do all the um, the legalities in order to start the business, but I knew nothing of the business or of mine. And so I guess the biggest growing pain is learning the business. Um, yeah. Yeah, the learning, absolutely learning the business. And um, and so now that I've gotten through that part, 
um, it's been pretty good. I think another growing pain was just finding the right fit as far as staff is concerned. Um, yeah. Because everyone that I wanted to work for me, I want them to be an extension of who I am in my business. Yep. And so sometimes it's kind of hard um, finding that right fit. And so that was an, probably another growing pain. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I think with any with any small business, you know, hiring employees is, is always a gamble and you gotta make sure you find the right ones that can execute your vision and, 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 and you know exactly what, what, what you wanna do. So um, you know, and of course business itself is, is always, you know, kind of <clears throat> kind of murky and you don't you don't always know um, you know, the the different things you need to do to in order to to make yourself successful. So I'm sure you know, coming out of law school and now trying to run a business and, and, and apply some of that, you know, legal knowledge was, was, was tough. Do you, do you agree? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I, I was saying, you know, applying some of that stuff you learned in, in, in law school to, 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 to running your business, uh, you know, do you, do you think that was, that was uh, helpful or did it, did it hurt you a little bit? Oh no, it was very helpful. Um, actually, was okay. one of my best classes was business law, and so um, one of my favorite classes actually in law school was business law. Um, and so all this stuff, so most of those things that we learned in law school, I was able to carry over into the business. So um, I would count it as a blessing that I have retained that I retained that knowledge and those years of law school to carry over into the business. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, just you know, okay. basically just learning um how to read contracts. Um yeah. leases, yeah. um how to negotiate those contracts and leases, um, how to uh, basically properly set up the business, um, mm-hmm. as far as your carpet standings and stuff like that. So it was good. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean that law school definitely, you know, prepare you in, 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 in those areas, absolutely. Um so with uh, with the local community uh, you're in, in in Missouri City, um, how has the community supported the bar, and how have they become instrumental to uh, your your success? Um, the community has been very accepting of these time <clears throat> bar, very supportive. But I must tell you that uh, majority of my clientele are from afar. Uh, I get wow. people from the woodland. Yeah, from Spring, from uh, Richmond, Rosenberg, from League City, uh, just to name a few places that would come regularly on the weekends to frequent these wine bars. Uh, of course, yes, I do have my local um, supporters, and I must give shouts out to Missouri City, Sugar Land, Oceana, all those places, all my uh, friends of the bar from that live in those areas. But majority of my customers are from afar, and they come wow. into Missouri City to visit. Yes, that is but impressive. Local, yeah, yeah it, it is. It says a lot. It says a lot for your establishment, meaning that they have passed so many different other uh, places that they could have um, stopped. You know, so I'm yeah. very honored by that. Yeah, by that support. That's good. I mean, that that definitely speaks volumes to speaks volumes to you know the way you carry your business and and the, the type of customer experience that that these people experience you know uh, feel when when they when they come to your bar and they're probably telling yeah. their friends and friends of friends you know and and That's you know correct. you get more people that way. Right. That's good. 
good, good. And good. I must say this. Um, yeah, I must mm-hmm. say this. Now, now that I've reopened, which I'm sure we'll get into, um, I have got uh, more support. I think people really miss the bar being there, you know. And uh, sometimes we really don't miss a business until it's kind of absent from the community. And yeah. so um, I think that has really um, um, has been the case with these wine bars. Okay. Did you did you move the uh, location? No, I'm still in the same location. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Now, speaking uh, before of, of, of being flattered, were, were there any uh, celebrities or, you know, uh, important people that you were able to connect with uh, through, through your wine bar? You know, um, I, I'm not known as a networker. I'm known as a social person. So yeah, I yeah. talk to in and everybody, but as far as getting into their, uh, who they are and what they do, that was never my, um, my forte until now. I have had to learn how to really, really network. And it's really a difference between being social and networking, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. And That's so I, I've, I've met a lot of important people. Oh my God. They have come, and they're, they're still coming. And I just realized that they were really important people. But because it's <laughs> a wine bar, you can just see who you are. You don't have yeah. to put on no type of airs. You know, you can let down all guards, you know, yeah. and you don't have to say, oh, I'm this person to feel important. We make you feel important no matter who you are. And yeah. so, um, but yes, I've had um, quite a few people come through uh, these wine bar and, uh, and yeah, pretty honored by that. That's good. Good, good, good. Well, I mean, I know, I know it'll continue, and I know, you know, a lot of different people. I mean, I, I, I see your establishment just getting more and more popular. So that, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, now, in, in terms of, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the pandemic specifically. That's been the theme of, of, uh, you know, this season on, on the show. What, what issues, particular to you, did, did you have during the, uh, the, the pandemic since it started? Yes. Well. I would say on March, I think it was March 17th when the governor, I mean, uh, yeah, actually our um, uh, Fort Bend County judge um, ordered all bars to close as of midnight. It was devastating. And um, and it has been really devastating on places that really environments like your bars, your restaurants, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so... It was, it just totally, totally affected our business. Uh, we yeah. just could not operate, period, you know? Um, and so we had to kind of come up with different uh, business models to try to make it. And, um, and that's what we had to do. Okay. Now, could you, mm-hmm. could you go through a little bit, um, you know, not, not in too much detail about those different business models that you had to adapt to? Um, did you have to, rebrand did you have to basically go into a different industry you know to make ends meet like what what were some of those things that you had to do right so no stayed in the same industry but what we did is um first of all we started off but once we were able to operate but operate on a to-go basis so we um kind of spruced up the menu a little bit and our uh community base was supporting us by coming in and buying items to go 
Um, and this was also at the time when we were able to, um, the governor allowed for alcohol to be sold uh, on a to-go basis, uh, okay. which is something that has never been done in Texas. You know, that's a Louisiana yeah. thing, but yeah. not a Texas thing. And so I yeah. said, y'all better act right so we can continue this, you know. Exactly. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so that was that had been proven to be successful, but that could not pay the bills totally. Oh wow! And so, yeah, that could not pay the to go artists. Um, bars thrive on people coming in, sitting down, socializing, having a drink, having um, eating, you know, listening to entertainment. That's how yeah. we survive. And so yep. bars don't, we don't do well with to-go service because once you go, you get that one order, you're gone. That one drink, you're gone. And um, so that's just, that, it wasn't working for us in that sense. Gotcha. And okay. Yeah. And so what happened is that we, um, we were approached by the owner of Sugars, which I give much deference and respect to him as a, as a restaurant owner. Um, sure. to approach me to see, hey, what can we do whereas both of us can survive this pandemic? And so I took my staff, my expertise in running a bar to his restaurant, which was the largest facility, and we operated out of his restaurant so that both of our names could still stay valid and viable. We could keep Good. our employees employed. And so we basically collaborated and made it work until we can get to a point where as we were able to come back home. Good, good, good. And yeah, so Sugars, is, Sugars is another great establishment, and I'm glad that, you know, you guys were able to work together to to, to stay afloat. I mean, you, you guys are some of the, um, the 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 shining gems of the, you know, the, the African-American community in terms of, you know, restaurants and, and, and bars and stuff. So that that's good to hear that you, you guys were able to, to come together and, and really come up with ways to, to keep you both alive. Right, right. Yeah. And did you utilize any um, PPP or EIDL loans? Yes. Well, um, you know, originally they gave everyone the EIDL of the $10,000 or so. That was like in the first uh, week or two after they announced, you know, the closure of all businesses and the shutdown, you know, um, if I can remember uh, correctly. Um, which we did not have to pay back. No one had to pay back. Um, yeah. And then you have your PPP. So the problem with the PPP as far as a bar or restaurant is concerned is that uh, it's not really for persons who have independent contractors working for, which are on 1099. Mm -hmm. um, you, um, you have to have a um, staff of a lot of W-2 employees which is not the case, was not the case for my business. It was only uh, one or two people on W-2s. So PPP was really not uh, <laughs> a friend of my uh, yeah. bar industry, the bar industry itself, um, or restaurant business, or those business where you have people wait staffing um, like that working for you. Um, and so, yes, did I, was I benefited from it? Yes, but not as much as like your larger entities your, for mom and pop. No. Yeah. Um, your larger companies. Um, we had a, we did an interview with MSNBC during this time. 
And it showed, whereas at that particular time, I had not received any PPP, but um, I can't think of the restaurant chain that had gotten like 20 million. And so they showed where this mom and pop bar of mine and this larger chain got so much. But it's just, it was just the inequities of that. But I think because it just started, and so people started trying to break out, you know, the, the kinks in the system and um, the uh, application process and everything. So we eventually did benefit. We did eventually get money from the PPP. Was it yeah. as much as others did? No, by no means. It was probably enough just to cover like a half a month of yeah, uh, yeah, of payroll. So. <laughs> Yeah, and that and that's that's kind of what I was hearing was that that the PPP loan. I mean, some people got a lot, some people got a little, um, but for most people, it wasn't really enough to um, sustain them more than for a month or two. Correct. Uh, yeah. If 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 that, you know, because yeah. you're paying, you know, you're paying overhead, you're paying light bill, you're paying, you know, off, you know, cable, internet, you know, phone, rent. Rent. Yeah. Rent as well. <laughs> rent is the biggest one. Yep. Rent it's is the biggest, the biggest one. one. Yeah. And that and that will swallow that will swallow up a lot of the uh, the, the funds. It'll it'll go very quickly. So. Oh my! Oh my God! Yes, especially with the lease that I had. Yes, it would in the area yeah. that I'm in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what um what what tips do you have for um you know other fellow restaurant and owners and bar owners to to survive? Um, another downturn in the economy, you know, just in case something like this were to were to happen again. God forbid, but you know, what what are some what are some tips that you have for for others that are going there in the same industry as you are? Well, I think this is the best time to rene- renegotiate your lease. Um, yeah. uh, best time to renegotiate your lease. Best time <clears throat> to put in place um, um, some financial stability behind your business. Um, and, you know, and just kind of cover yourself in that way. Yeah, absolutely. That's, 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 that's great advice because, um, a lot of people, a lot of businesses, um, especially, you know, in the food and, uh, drink industry, you know, they were having a lot of problems with their landlords because their landlords weren't giving any type of, you know, leeway or, or, or slack in terms of, uh, them not being able to 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 pay and it costs a lot of businesses to to shut down. But definitely, um, you know, as a contract attorney, I would definitely say, you know, read read your read your lease, try to renegotiate it. You know, make sure that, um, you know, what what exactly the Act of God clause says um, in there, because that was a real a really big point of contention with a lot of leases was, does it qualify as an Act of God, um, and does that allow me to get out of my lease or defer my payments, you know, and try to see right. if there's a way, you know, try to see if there's a way you can maybe put the payments on the back end of, of, uh, you know, of, of the lease and, and see if you can, you know, pay, pay things off that way. So that's, that's very important. Very, very good advice too. Right. And so, you know, uh, in my situation, um, like you said, in the beginning, the landlords were, they were wanting their full rent. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I left my space and went, the sugars. Um, my landlord was not very happy about that, but this is after many conversations with trying to work it out. Um, yeah. And so, just fortunately, I kept in communication with them through the pandemic, and we were able to renegotiate the lease um, mm-hmm. for a much better rate that I could have. We could have done in the beginning, you know. Um, 
And so it kind of tells you, too, where your waist is. It kind of shows you where your waist is um, and how things could have been done right and negotiated in the beginning, in fairness, you know, (laughs) in fairness. And so um, we were able to move back in. Thank God that my space was still here, but I stayed in contact with them. I stayed in contact with them and rest assured that, hey, I want to come back, but I want to come back on the fair terms and other terms that are affordable during the times that we're in right now. And so um, I must commend my landlord for being willing now to, um, to do something different, whereas we could make it back into our space. Good, good, good. I think the biggest, the biggest thing to say with that is is closed mouths don't get fed. You know, you got to, Oh my God. That is my, (laughs) that is my, Oh my God. That's my mantra. You know, but I had to learn that. I had to learn. Yeah, that. It, it, I it's had true, to learn and that. yeah, and, and and a lot of business owners, they you know they don't want to rock the boat and they want to make sure things are are going smoothly. But um, you know, it, it you you don't get benefits unless you speak up and say something, and you you never know. I mean, the the That's worst right. anybody's going to tell you is no. You know, it's not going to yeah. be the end of, end of the world. So um, you got to speak up and 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 advocate for yourself. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. And that's what I had to learn to do and do. And sometimes yeah. when you push back in, when you back into this corner, like the pandemic, yep. you know, you kind of learn how to maneuver through some things and, and make it happen, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's what, that's a good thing out of, that came out of the pandemic. Yeah. Good, 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 good. All right. Well, that, that's that's a lot of great advice. I hope you guys out there were able to to hear about you know some of some of her struggles and why you know why we're talking about this is so that you don't have to go through those things and you can know exactly what you need to do um, in order to kind of weather the storm in case we have any type of financial or you know health crisis like a pandemic you know any type of economic downturn um, definitely get out there find out what is available to you. And talk with the people that are going to be able to give you some type of relief. It's it's very very important. Um, you know, there's there's resources out there. You just have to speak up and and, and ask for them. So uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna you know hear a little bit more about um, the you know, beans these wine bars. Uh, you know, survival during the pandemic, and we're also gonna talk about you know different sources of funding. So uh, let's pay some bills, and and we'll be right back. Steve, I'm in big trouble. I need your help. I got you. Don't worry, man. What do you you need? At Good Man McGill, we offer a wide variety of services catered directly to you. So come to us for whatever issue you have. We can definitely take care of it and offer you very fast and prompt communication and excellent service. That is our motto here at Good Man McGill. Our services include family law, divorce, child custody, child support, name changes, business and contracts, estate planning, probate, traffic tickets, wills, trusts. Thanks again, Steve. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. Yes, sir. Here at Goodman & McGill, we take care of all of your legal issues. Check us out online at www.goodmanandmcgill.com.
Our new house is amazing. Great street, huge yard. There is a bit of an issue with our neighbor's fencing. At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. Which helps us save even more. Hey, sir. Hey, Peter. Push it. What? For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. If you like this video, please share it. And hit the subscribe button to watch more great Geico videos. If you... Hey, guys, can you please watch the begonias? Just planted those. Sorry. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're here on Lower Up with Steve-O. Uh, we're talking with Miss Benita Billings, the owner of Bees Wine Bar, getting some great information about the history of the wine bar and how she was able to survive during the pandemic. As you know, during the pandemic, things were uh, especially hard for, um, you know, restaurants and, um, you know, the, the food, food, food industry because, you know, people weren't really able to go and, and be together the way that we, we, we used to be. Um, you know, we, we kind of took that for granted a little bit and, and, you know, these, these, in this industry has really taken uh, the, the brunt of um, a lot of the uh, economic downturn that happened during the pandemic. But thankfully, um, things are slowly getting getting back to normal if, if we'll ever have a, a perfect normal. And uh, these, you know, Bees Wine Bar is one of those West restaurants that was able to weather the storm and, and really start providing that, that same type of quality service and, and, and food and drinks that um, that the community knows knows them for. So um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know collaboration and support. Miss um, Benita, what what were I know you spoke about um, your collaboration with 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 sugars. Um, were there any other key partnerships that that you engaged with in order to help your business, or was it, or you can just go into a little bit more detail about the the sugars one. I know basically sugars was my only collaboration during this time. Um, uh, now we did get support from uh, the Fort Bend County uh, as far okay. as financial support, you know, which was That's very good. good. Their grant program was really good. Uh, KP George has done an excellent job as our county judge um, in making sure that the businesses located in, uh, in Fort Bend County very well taken care of and supported. Um, and so basically, that um, that was about it. Just our collaboration with Sugars. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Now, um, you know, while you were doing that, I mean, of course, there's going to be ups, ups and downs. So what, what, were, what were some of the, the, the positives that, that came out of that? I learned a lot. <laughs> I yes. learned a lot, first of all, because he had a, uh, he has a full, um, full restaurant. And mm -hmm. so I learned uh, more about that side of the business. Yep. Um, and I think I was able to transfer my knowledge of actually running the bar side. And so with those two combinations put together, I think we both learned from each other. Um, and so that was, that was, that was basically it. Uh, I think the downside was mostly was it just, it wasn't um, my place. It just wasn't my place. And so yeah. of course you just feeling, uh, you know, like you're away from home, you're feeling um, like you're visiting. Uh, someone else's home and so you just kind of follow the rules there you know but he was pretty open with letting me bring in bring in my expertise and my brand and and uh to try to make it all work for a time being yes good 
Good, good. I'm I'm glad, you know, he was able to 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 open his establishment up to you. And of course I'm I'm sure you learned quite a bit um with, with, with operating the, the, the restaurant side. And then that that's that's always a beautiful thing with, with collaborations that you, you start to learn things that um you didn't know about, you know, maybe things that you need to come back and, and add to your business and, and supplement that uh with with, with your own business. Now Right. Course, and you know, we course, and, and and I must say that um, although the Sugars and I, uh, Sugars and Bees Wine Bar, two different businesses, uh, we have yeah. different ambiance, we have different um, menus. Um, it's just a different. He's Cajun, you know. I'm American, you know. So it was different. I have a, a large wine, um, uh, a portfolio, and so we're different. But a lot of people commended us. Yeah, commended us. For the fact that we were able to work together, and we're still friends. Yeah, still loving good. That's good. That's always good to hear. Yeah, and so if I hear about something that's out there that would benefit both of us, of course I'm on the line saying, "Hey, let's uh, let's do this. Let's try to make it work for both of our businesses." So that's a good thing. Good, good, good. Were 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 there any um, you know? hiccups, hurdles, any, anything negative about when you were collaborating? You know, I really don't like to dwell on the negative um, and because I just think that, um, you know, um, it's just a learning experience. Just a learning yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah and so no, I, I, think it, I think it's just a positive that we were both able to work together for the time being. Good. Good, good. Yeah, you know, with with with, with any type of collaboration, there's there's going to be you know some sticking points and things that uh, may get in the way. But it sounds like overall you're able to kind of overcome those um, and 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 be successful in in operating your business. And then going back, you know, to your establishment, you're able to kind of implement some new things to to continue to make your your establishment uh, more successful. Yes, thank you. I, I, and I think the the biggest thing that was was with our um, our personalities, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, our personalities, um, but uh, we overcame that, and we just kind of yeah. did some things different, you know, and uh, we just respected each other for that. Good, good, good. Well, that, that's 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 good to hear. Um, in terms of like tips you would give for people that are you know considering a collaboration or maybe partnering with another business in order to uh, help make your business more popular. Um, you know, just like we, we, we spoke about, you know, things to do when, you know, you're, you're in a pandemic, uh, what, what, what are some of those tips that you would say that you need people to look out for before they, they consider doing so? Um, just making sure that you and the person that you're collaborating with are on the same page about the purpose, you know, what, what, what's our purpose and what we, what are we trying to, um, what's our end result from us collaborating? Well, yeah. we both knew that it was not going to be a lifetime partnership. Uh, knew that, you know, eventually these wine bar would uh, reopen uh, in its original location. So it was never a secret. Uh, so be just be um, open and upfront um, yeah. with the person that with about your intention, about Good. your intention, and um, I think then. That way, it will work out well. Yeah. So, 
basically, uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't don't hold all your cards to your chest. You know, be be open right. and honest, and and make sure that the other person knows exactly what your intentions are. Um, so there's right. no mixed signals, and you don't you don't want any any cross signals, and um, you know you you get frustrated because you may not know exactly um, how your business is being impacted, but the other person's business is you know. Um, being impacted a, a separate way. So just make sure you're 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 on the same page uh, with when, when, with whatever type of collaboration that that you're doing. Um, now, going going to uh, you know sources of funding. Um, what are we talked previously about the the PPP and EIDL? But um, when you started up your business, you know how how did you fund it? Did you did you get any loans? Did you use credit cards? Like what? Can you take talk us through that? Uh, no, I didn't. I did not use uh, credit cards. I did not use loans. Um, fortunately, um, early on, um, invested well um, in uh, real estate, and um, uh, I was able to um, liquidate a property, uh, which um, allowed me the resource, financial resources, to open these one bar. Good. Good, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. real estate is a is a big a big investment that will definitely, you know, help help get you the capital. I'm I'm trying to dabble in that uh, my myself. So right. Uh, but did you did you have any type of um, investors or sponsors that uh, helped you out? No, just my wonderful husband. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's yeah. a big time sponsor and, and investor, baby. Yes, and uh supporter, that's correct. Yeah. So um no, it was just from um investing early on and then um uh was able to use investment. So um I can't I can't um speak on loans or anything like that because I did not in the beginning. Okay. Did anyone mm-hmm. approach you um, about trying to, um, you know, utilize their their funds? Did anyone try to buy you out, or anybody say, "Hey, if you if, uh, if I give you this, if you do this," was there any any type of stuff like that? Well, no, not in the beginning. Now, um, as far as coming back to uh, our location after the pan, well, through this pandemic, yeah. um, I had. Um, numerous of great great customers that wanted to see Bees Wine Bar reopen in its original location and that was willing to uh, assist uh, in any way possible that they could to get us back there and uh, to them and they know who they are Um, I I just say thank you and um, and so yes and on the second go around to return to our space there were a lot of people um, that were willing to uh, invest in the business, invest in whether it was with marketing, um, advice, financial support, or, you know, um, whatever it could be. I, I, I did have a lot of those offers, yes. Good, good. And and it's, it's a beautiful thing when people want to not only just donate money, but also donate their expertise or their skills or their time. You know, in order to help build your business, I mean that that's a that's an untapped resource that that people don't always have. Um, you know, when when they're starting their their businesses, but you know, sometimes the people closest to you can give you everything that that you need. You don't necessarily have to to, to go out looking for it. That's correct. Yeah. So okay. 
Well, uh, guys, you know, we, we've, we've had a lot of great information today. Um, I want to go to one more commercial break, and then we're going to wrap up. I'll give you my contact information, uh, give you some last-minute tips, and then uh, we'll, we'll wrap up and have you guys enjoy your Friday. So we will be right back. Revitalization fund, which is really, yep. really big. That's what 
President Biden just signed into effect when he did the um, uh, restructure. Uh, I can't, uh, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the act. But all of that was the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. And I encourage every bar and restaurant, and preferably the portal is still open, to apply. Mm-hmm. To apply. It doesn't take long to apply. They have they have webinars on how to uh, apply and what uh, information is needed. Uh, that's a big thing. And then they have a, it's called a shutter. Uh, and this is for all of your um, event venues that host yep. concerts and host um, um, uh, musicals music, uh, and everything. And also that yep. particular fund is good for your musicians. And so go to FBA.gov because they got a little bit of something for everybody out there. It depends on the type of business that you're in. Um, another fund that I was approached with, but it did not benefit me, was the Lyft Fund. Um, so there was just some um, information. That's some different avenues. But I would really go to FBA.gov and look at the loans, the different types of loans, and look at the different types of grants that they have out there. Encourage Absolutely, and and uh, the SBA website is, is is a great resource. I've I've been on it myself. Um, it has a lot of information. I think a lot of people don't always know about. So everyone out there, right. make sure you check out uh, SBA.gov. You see a wealth of resources, a wealth of information on exactly um, the many different ways that you can you can uh, help your help your small business. That's what the organization is established for. So. Um, you know, definitely utilize that resource, uh, you know, when, when you can. Um, let me go ahead and give everyone my contact information. Um, you know, like I said, if you have any questions about anything we've discussed on the show, if you want to get feedback on, on the show, if you want to be on the show, um, definitely feel free to uh, reach out to us and, and, and give us a call. Uh, my contact info, my number is 833-529-9748. Uh, my email is contact at goodmanmcgill.com. My website is www.goodmanmcgill.com. And I am on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. And I'm on Instagram. So you have all the different ways to, to, to contact me. Uh, Ms. Benita, thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to be with us here on the show and share your experience. I definitely have to come back uh, to, to B's Wine Bar, you know, one of these days and, and, and have a few drinks. Yes, for sure. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope I could help, could have helped someone. I really do. Yes, ab- absolutely. I think you've given everybody a, a lot of great information, and, and, and I know that someone out there will, will, will benefit from this. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right. And remember, when life gets you down, remember to lawyer up. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Podcast on the Boston Houston Network.